As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to Thought Seeds Podcast. I'm Amy Ennell, and this is episode 238. I want to talk to you today about what kind of soil you are and what that means, what the essentials of good soil are in nature, and how that corresponds with us spiritually when we're making that correlation with our, um, the soil of our hearts, kind of, you know. Um, and where I want to first go is to where Jesus was teaching about this in the book of Matthew. And it's really, it's a commonly known parable, um, you know, the parable of the sower. But I think it's worth our time to study and look at when we talk about the soil of our heart. And it's just where God's been leading me this week, um, the stuff he's talking to me about, what kind of soil are you? What kind of soil can you be? What kind of soil should you be? So let's go first to Matthew chapter 13, and I'm going to start in verse 1. It says, later that same day, Jesus left the house and sat beside the lake. A large crowd soon gathered around him, so he got into a boat. Then he sat there and taught as the people stood on the shore. He told many stories in the form of parables, such as this one. Listen, a farmer went out to plant some seeds. As he scattered them across his field, some seeds fell on a footpath, and the birds came and ate them. Other seeds fell on shallow soil with underlying rock. The seeds sprouted quickly because the soil was shallow. But the plants soon wilted under the hot sun, and since they didn't have deep roots, they died. Other seeds fell among thorns that grew up and choked out the tender plants. Still other seeds fell on fertile soil, and they produced a crop that was thirty, sixty, and even a hundred times as much as had been planted. Anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. His disciples came and asked him, Why do you use parables when you talk to the people? 
He replied, You are permitted to understand the secrets of the kingdom of heaven, but others are not. To those who listen to my teaching, more understanding will be given, and they will have an abundance of knowledge. But for those who are not listening, even what little understanding they have will be taken away from them, and that is why I use these parables. For they look, but they don't really see. They hear, but they don't really listen or understand. I'm going to skip ahead here because um, he explains more to his disciples why he's using parables. Um, but in verse 18, it says, Now listen to the explanation of the parable about the farmer planting seeds. The seed that fell on the footpath represents those who hear the message about the kingdom and don't understand it. Then the evil one comes and snatches away the seed that was planted in their hearts. The seed on the rocky soil represents those who hear the message and immediately receive it with joy. But since they don't have deep roots, they don't last long. They fall away as soon as they have problems or are persecuted for believing God's word. The seed that fell among the thorns represents those who hear God's word, but all too quickly the message is crowded out by the worries of this life and the lure of wealth, so no fruit is produced. The seed that fell on good soil represents those who truly hear and understand God's word and produce a harvest of 30, 60, or even a 100 times as much as, been, as had been planted. So let's talk about that soil. Like, what kind of soil are you planting in, right? What kind of soil are you in? What kind of soil are you? What kind of soil is in your heart garden, so to speak? And we're talking about the seed that is God's word. Now, remember that God's word is living and powerful, and it's active. Hebrews 4.12 says the word of God is living and powerful and sharper, than any two-edged sword, and it pierces into the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intentions of the heart. So if that's what's being planted in you, I know I just said it's a sword, but I'm saying the word of God is alive. And here we're talking about God's word being planted in you as a seed. So what kind of soil are you? It says, the first kind, the seeds that fell on the footpath, but the birds came and ate up before they even had a chance to sprout, right? Um, it, that's the people who hear the message but don't understand it. Maybe that's been you. Maybe there's been times in your life you've heard things from the Bible or you've heard people talk about God and heard people talk about what, you know, his plan for your life or you know, what's good? What is, what is sin? What is, you know, what is the love of God? You've heard these things, but you don't understand. And maybe you want to understand, but before you even get a chance, the enemy comes, the evil one comes and snatches away the seed, like the birds that came and was planted in your heart. You're distracted by something else. Something else comes along and you just kind of forget about it. It doesn't really ever affect you. Until you hear it again. And, you know, that's maybe where you're at. Or maybe you've been there in the past in your life. What about the rocky soil? That represents those who hear the message. Okay? The rocky soil. Remember what that was. It says they fell in shallow soil that had rocks under it. So, like, really kind of, like, 
be like, you know, like kind of gravelly soil. It's really rocky. It doesn't have a lot of fertile, crumbly, dark soil. It's just kind of, you know. And so they, they sprout up real fast. But then when the sun comes out, they wilt and die because they don't really have a root system. There's really shallow roots. There's nowhere for them to establish their roots, this, the seeds. And so when the sun comes out, they don't have a root system to draw on to like keep them strong and to keep them moist and be drawing moisture from the ground. And so the sun wilts them and they die. Now, what is that like? It says the seed on the rocky soil represents those who hear the message and they immediately receive it with joy. But since they don't have deep roots, they don't last long. They fall away as soon as they have problems or are persecuted for believing God's word. Maybe you have heard in the past. You've heard the word of God. People have told you about it, or you've heard a message on the radio, or you saw something on TV, or whatever it was, however that seed was planted, you heard it and you received it with joy. You were actually happy to hear it. Maybe it was even convicting to you, and that's not, you know, something that's always happy, but it was convicting to you. The Spirit of God was working in your heart. And so you received that word, the word of God. Joyfully, you were happy because you knew you needed it. And you're like, you know what? This could really work for me. But then problems came and you felt like, well, that doesn't work. You know, no. Or you mentioned to someone, hey, you know, I think maybe, you know, I'm interested. Maybe I should try and find a, a church or something. Or I've been listening to this program on the radio or, or whatever it is. And somebody's like, are you kidding? That stuff is stupid. Or that preacher you're talking about, I that person is a complete, you know, scammer or blah, blah, blah. Or Christianity is stupid. I've been burned by the church or I grew up that way or forget that. You don't need that. Hey, you, you've got everything you need inside of you. You follow your heart. Never mind religion. Whatever it is. Maybe you've been ridiculed. Maybe you've had that little seed of hope stamped out. And it just is discouraging to you and you're like you know you're probably right I you know you're probably right or big problems came like huge problems you decided that you know what I'm this actually makes sense it makes sense I think I'm gonna try this but then huge problems come you get laid off from your job or you get You know, one of your kids gets some kind of medical diagnosis that's just super rough. Or, you know, or one of your friends decides that they hate you and they're going to tell everybody about it on social media. And there's this, it's like your life is kind of just blowing up. Or your spouse decides that, you know, forget this, I'm leaving. Just big problems or lots of little problems. And so you're like, you know what? And you, that kind of just either falls by the wayside and you're like, that really wasn't working out. Or you actively decide, huh, that wasn't working. Look what happened now, you know? So again, that's like the soil, the rocky soil, the seed that fell on the rocky soil. And, um, you know, that had quick little shallow roots and then the sun came and withered it. And the uh, the next one that Jesus talked about was... The seed that fell among the thorns, right? And that said, other seeds fell among thorns that grew up and choked out the tender plants. Okay. Now, if you've ever gardened, that should be 
you know, an easy visual to picture. Like if you've got, if you don't weed your garden and weeds grow up, they're going to choke out your actual plants that you're trying to grow, right? Um, now what Jesus said when he explained that was this, the seed that fell among the thorns represents those who hear God's word, but all too quickly, the message is crowded out by the worries of this life and the lure of wealth, so no fruit is produced. Now, to me, that probably looks like this. Maybe this has been you. And this is what the only reason I'm bringing all this up is I'm asking you, what kind of soil are you? What kind of soil have you been to help you identify where you're at and look at where you'd want to be and how you can get there? And be the right kind of soil, right? So, the seed that fell among the thorns. Those who hear God's word. And it takes root. And it it affects you. And it starts to change you. But pretty soon, you have all these worries. And you're so focused on those worries. You're so focused on all the other things around you. And the, the busyness that you have going on. Like, um... I don't have time for this. I, I don't have time today to read my Bible. I, I have to get to work. I don't have time for this. I have to, my kids have these activities. I don't really need to read the Bible every day. I mean, I go to church every Sunday. And pretty soon, I I don't have time to go to church this week. I, I have so much to do today. I had, I, I, I have no day to catch up. This is the only day I have to catch up on everything that hasn't gotten done. All the worries of life. And the pursuit of temporary things. No fruit. No spiritual fruit. And pretty soon you start to wither. You're getting choked out by the weeds that are growing up around you. And you don't even know it. (laughs) Because you can't even see around you because the thorns are part of your life the weeds are part of your life you live in the weeds and they're just the familiar thing and you don't even realize what flourishing um blossoms even look like because you live in the weeds you know and so you don't even realize you're getting choked out and your spirit is getting you know like the life is being crushed out of your Seed, the seed that was planted in you is just completely being crushed and surrounded and choked out. And you don't realize that you're not producing fruit because you don't even know what that looks like. And I've been there. I've been there. That's probably where I spent, like, if if it wasn't fruitful soil, that particular kind of soil is probably where I've spent a lot of my life in the weeds, right? Um, With no fruit being produced. That would be like, if there's no fruit being produced, that's where I'm at is in the weeds. Um, And I have not liked being there. And it, it's, it takes work. And if you've ever gardened, you know that I'm not a gardener, but I know this much. (laughs) I know that if you're going to have healthy soil, you need to first of all get rid of anything that you don't want growing there like all the different you know like like weeds and undesirable plants you don't want um 
pests and bugs that are going to eat your plants. You want kind of the kind of bugs that are beneficial to your plants. You want nutrients in your soil. You want rich, dark, crumbly, moist soil that has minerals in it that are going to help your plants grow. You want to be in a place where there's just enough sun, but not so much sun that there's never any shade or rest from the sun. You want a place where water isn't going to just run off and not be retained by the soil. But you also want a place where the soil's not going to stay soggy all the time either. It's a balance. And expert gardeners know what the balance of those minerals even is should be in their soil. They know the balance of minerals for certain kinds of plants. Well, I'll tell you who the expert gardener is in your heart, and that's Jesus. He knows exactly the right conditions that need to be there to plant the seed that's going to grow and flourish. And, right, the seed that fell on good soil represents those who truly hear, who truly understand God's word. And it produces a harvest of 30, 60, or even 100 times as much as had been planted. What does that mean? Well, think about it. If you plant one corn seed, one corn seed will give you a stalk of corn that has multiple ears of corn. And each ear has hundreds of kernels. One wheat seed will produce stalks of grain that have, if it grows in good soil, it'll be heavy and bending over because there's so many more wheat seeds on the end of each stalk. One seed produces much fruit if it's in good soil. How can you be good soil? You truly hear. You truly understand God's word. And if you don't know how to do that, that's where he comes in. He's the gardener. And you need to let him be the gardener. Let him take out the weeds. Let him pick up the rocks. You know, when you, if you have, you can pick the rocks up and take them out of the field. Let him be better than a scarecrow and chase those birds away. Jesus is the master gardener, and he wants to make you, your heart, the rich soil that's ready to receive the seeds that he's planting, that are his word, that will produce a harvest of 30, 60, or even 100 times as much as has been planted. Tomorrow, I want to continue talking about this about the concept of the soil in your heart, like what kind of soil you are, what kind of soil you're planting, you know, being, your heart is, what God, Jesus is planting in. And we're going to continue doing that. In the meantime, I'd love to have you talk to me here in the comments, wherever you're listening, or over at Facebook or Instagram, at the Thought Seeds podcast pages. If this is something that you have a lot of questions about, feel free to talk to me in the comments. Or if you have questions you'd rather keep quiet, you know, private, you can email me at thoughtseedspodcast at gmail.com. If this is something that you feel is 
convicting or benefiting or blessing, please feel free to share it. And also, it would be so appreciated if you left a review for Thought Seeds Podcast wherever you're listening to podcasts. Again, I'll be talking more about the soil of our heart tomorrow, and I hope that you will be able to join me. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.